Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Explainer, a podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm Elizabeth Simmons. I'm Darius Kazemi. And I'm Courtney Stanton. And welcome to Rohan Fest. (laughs) Rohan Fest. Or should I say welcome back? What order are we? I don't know. Polishing these episodes again. So... So we're going to be talking about Thus Spoke Kishibe Rohan, which is not exactly a book. It's like a series of one-off stories about Rohan, or at least framed by Rohan, that Araki has published from the mid-90s through basically today. And there are nine stories so far at this point. And they Um, all have arbitrary chapter numbers attached to them. Which I guess you can either interpret as Araki has like a long list that he just draws from and then just tells us what the chapter number is based on where they are in his list or that it's like some kind of pink dark boy reference of like what are you know rohan bases such and such a chapter I, on this i assume Araki draws all of pink dark boy and just doesn't show anyone fuck don't say that <laughs> I, I would need believe it. that i need it um a tragedy on par with the library of alexandria that we have not yeah. seen yeah these basically to me sort of slowly turn into like Rohan Kishibe hosts the twilight zone. Yeah. Uh, which is cool. But like it's Rohan Kishibe hosts the twilight zone often with the theme of Rohan being super horny and gay. Yes. <laughs> well, Should say more. Rohan cruises the twilight. Zone. Yes. <laughs> he, he seriously does. And I'm into it. I also was very surprised to discover that because you know, the OVA is two of these chapters. And I was a little upset to realize that they didn't even do the two most disturbing chapters. Even though the, the OVAs are very disturbing. Yeah, yeah where I was like, God, Rocky fucked up. And then I read these and I was like, never mind. This is apparently the new normal. The, Jesus. We're also going to have an episode about the OVAs. And the OVAs cover two of these nine stories. So we're not going to talk about those two stories. We're only going to do the seven that were not animated today. Because the animation is like identical. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I think that though it covers the second and third one. Yes. Yeah, it does. Um, So we'll be talking about one and four through nine. Yeah. Whatever that happens to be called. Yeah. Chapter wise. Yeah. Yeah, So the first one, which kicks this off (laughs) is the classic fanfic trope of Oops, I sat on the pre-side of the confessional. <laughs> um, really? Instead of it being like Koichi or someone on the other uh, side. Or, or fucking like, I mean, I've literally read this fic. Yeah. Of, yeah. Not, not of Rohan. I, I like, do. Of many. I bet, many I bet this fic of Dio and Poochie exists like oh, just oh, 50 sure. or 100 I don't think it's fic. I think it's yeah. just, that's yeah. the thing that's that they true. would do. But the story opens and Rohan's like, my name's Rohan. This is who I am. One summer I got injured and I had to go on hiatus for my manga. You probably got injured in the, the run. Oh. Probably, yeah. <laughs> and and he used... Actually, you're right. He probably did. Because it was his well, No, because this is chapter 16 and the run is chapter 10. Oh, shit. <laughs> we did okay, it. Okay, no, seriously. Because like he does... These are... There, there is yeah. like narrative continuity yeah. if you read these in quote the order of the right. chapter episode. Oh my god! So Araki's we'll talk on another about, level. We'll talk about the run later, but yeah, basically he got injured cruising. Yeah, and uh, and then his decided fingers, to, his fingers got injured cruising. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and I assume he was just like, I can't tell Josuke this. Yeah, so I'm just gonna let them heal naturally. Yeah, so <laughs> right. 
So he just went to. I would rather not write for a summer than have to tell Josuke. Yeah, and so he's like, I went to to Italy on a research trip instead, since I had some time off. And yeah, because I'm an Iraqi character, so I love Italy. So yeah, much. Yep. can't stay off Venice. Just got to get on that bullshit. So he has like never seen a Catholic church before, which like fine, I believe it. Except yeah. it's Rohan, but I guess he doesn't really use the internet for research. He needs to. But also, but also, but he he's been to the Louvre. Like he, yeah. if he's in Paris, yeah. he's going to go to cathedrals. Apparently not. So when is this supposed to happen? I don't like, know. Who the that fuck probably, knows? Probably like guys. We're, we're like we're totally talking around the most important thing, which is that Rohan is interested in the cathedrals and the whole confessional system because he himself has, has never, never done anything sin. wrong. He says he has never done. He has never committed a sin, and so he has nothing to confess. But he's curious about how it works. And he says that if he were, if the priest came in, so he wanted to go in the booth to like take pictures and see what it's like. And he says, if the priest came in, he'll just confess to having gone in the booth to take pictures of it because that's the only thing he's ever done wrong. Yeah, this is, he just decided to start sinning today, breaking mm-hmm. rules. And then of course it's like, oh, oh no, I'm the priest. <laughs> <laughs> Which I gotta say is a pretty good yeah. <laughs> turnaround. And then of course, like the guy confessing now has the most upsetting story I have ever seen. Because of that little girl. Yeah, he was an asshole. He piece was a of piece of shit. He to basically, like, he abused a homeless man. To uh, death. To death. Yeah. And then the spirit of the homeless man is like, I'm going to make sure that you die in your happiest moment. And right. I'm like, you deserve that. Yeah. Which I, is, I wish you know, that that happened yeah. to every person as, who pulled that shit. As we mentioned in Dead Man's Questions last week, this is more of that die in your happiest moment right. stuff yeah. that Rocky loves. And so then from that point on, the guy has had like an extremely like hashtag blessed life, which it turns out is because the spirit was helping him. So I'm like, wait, so cursed ghosts can then like you turn and become... Well, helpers. He wasn't really helping him. He was like building him up because yeah, he wants the down. fall to yeah, be even more exactly. dramatic. But so, I'm just saying. So ghosts could. So is that like someone's? Like, are there good ghosts? Like, where you go to heaven and then you work, or like another I mean, kind of hell is where you have to work? Yeah, for, I mean, I think he's definitely. This is definitely a bad ghost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I know this is a bad ghost. I'm saying that if like the weird oh, that ghosts have that power. Yeah, the weird cure at afterlife. So I'm like, are there some ghosts who Probably. are just like task rabbits for? For people, oh, there are there are stories in part eight. There are like there are a lot of like spirits that cause you to have everything go right for you for malicious reasons in Iraqi's world. Right. Okay. I mean, also in the Mochizuki. I mean, we don't have to worry about spoilers because yeah. if you're listening to this, you should have read all of the spoke. Yeah. Or you're or accepting. Not, or, yeah. That, or not caring. Yeah. Um. But uh, in the Mochizuki rabbit one, yeah. Which is just a fantastic translation. <laughs> I, I appreciate the translator apologizing for it in advance, though. I was like, yeah. that that takes... If you want quality, less. wait for another translation. Yeah. I was like, fair. Right. I've been warned. Um, but in that one, like that... I mean, that isn't a ghost, technically. But it does, it's like... moon rabbit. But the, <laughs> but the family, we're made to understand, like... So they're, they're cursed to die on one day of the year. And only that day. But other than that day, they're always... Everything goes really amazing. I would take that, honestly. Yeah. Would you like, uh, like, I would just go like bungee jumping as long as it's not Harvest Moon Day. Yeah, man. Like that just. uh, Like anything. Like like everything's fine. Just have, just take, take massive And if you're just super chill on the one day, apparently you just live until you're like in your hundreds. And until whenever you're like, I could go now. (laughs) (laughs) I assume once you're 103, you're like, let's do some light activity today. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen enough. I'm done. 
Yeah, that's. I mean, that seems cool. But yeah, so like, uh, I love how also somehow this is something he hasn't explained to his family before, or they're like not on board with. Like the ten year olds, like I want to die. <laughs> no, it's Maybe like it's like you, I think like it's, one of those dark children. Who's just like, <laughs> I wouldn't have wanted to die when I was a little kid. I but I was like, but it it would have been like it's a legend, right? Like why would they believe true. it? Yeah, because, so, because there's a creepy man the- dressed like a rabbit. <laughs> So back to the confessional though. Right. Oh, um, right. Okay. So this guy is like, so he, he he builds up, he gets becomes super wealthy, has an amazing family, all that sort of stuff, and then finally, like one day, he's like having the best day ever with his daughter, and he has and, the thought, like, I'm just so fucking blessed. God, I love and, my life. And like the minute he starts liking his life, hashtag loving it, the ghost descends corpse thing and reappears his daughter's tongue yeah yeah so so his daughter gets, <laughs> and i become very upset okay like this is not it's some very right. uh, like think, linda blair exorcist shit yeah um, i still think the blood drinking is worse yeah <laughs> i don't know we'll get to that next week yeah but um but the girl gets possessed by the homeless ghost who then like basically her tongue gets a an empress style uh face right. on it like if you remember the sentient boil from part three and who can forget exactly right. we won't so. let you <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, i so, just really don't like it it creeps me out it's gross i don't so the tongue mm. goes i'm gonna kill you now because that's what i'm gonna you deserve do. it yeah, you deserve yeah. and honestly this is where i'm like i'm rooting for the tongue ghost yeah <laughs> so then the guy is like but no don't and then, and <laughs> yeah, he's, then like, the, he's like it's not fair and, I'm and like, then the tongue ghost me. is like okay here's how it's gonna be if you can prove that there's some higher power that want that is on your side then i won't kill you right so it's like otherwise you're fucking dead right now and the only way to prove that obviously yeah is by doing something that has wildly poor odds of succeeding so if you succeed you know that it's because like god stepped in and that thing is <laughs> take three kernels of popcorn and throw them in the air all the way up to the top of that lamppost and then catch them in your mouth one at a time one at a time and if you can catch all three of them i'll leave you alone and the guy's like, I guess I have to take that bet. And he almost does it, which is wild. But then the third one, like he, because of the, it, the, sun, the Well, the escalating, like things yeah. happening, like birds get involved. Remember right, when yeah. we thought playing Jonkin for stakes was kind of dumb? <laughs> no, this is way dumber. This is But it's also incredible. hilarious. There are yeah. just like so many birds. And then like there's yeah. like menacing birds. And, and then the like, sun blinds him and blah, blah, blah. And basically, eventually on the third one, he misses and... He gets killed by the ghost, but then, but then you find out that then Rohan's like, okay, but if you were killed, how are you telling me this story? And he's like, oh well, I had plastic surgery. No, he no, hired he a hired- servant to get plastic surgery to look like no, but him. But he also and had, he plastic, had plastic, plastic surgery oh. to make him not look like him. Yeah, so he's like, I had plastic surgery to make me look like someone else. I had my servant had plastic surgery to look like me. So the ghost actually killed. My servant, okay. not me. How can... If this ghost is that dumb, <laughs> then why couldn't you just use like slate of hand to trick the ghost? Well, I love at the end, the ghost is like, we got to keep an eye on this guy. He's clearly tricky. Yeah, so now he's got two grudge ghosts yeah. <laughs> crawling around on the floor. 
one is the servant now. Yeah, and they're like teaming up to go after him, and I'm still rooting for the them. Like, yeah. I'm like he well, they really both, deserves to die. Yeah, this guy sucks. Okay, ass. he gets in like Peter Thiel type, like yeah. switched my blood with someone else's yeah, blood type bullshit. My question though is, so was his servant playing with his daughter and? He Yes. Yeah. And so the, the servant was like, this is the best day of my life. And that triggered it. And then got killed. <laughs> Meanwhile, maybe, he's off in a bunker somewhere. Maybe what happened is like he was sitting somewhere else in the park. Like also watching with his daughter. Them. Well, yeah. like maybe he was watching them because he said he was like looking at her. Yeah. This one, he's got like a live stream, like a GoPro. I was thinking guy. like binoculars. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Whichever. And he was just like, man, I'm so fucking blessed. I have my servant who's been plastic surgery to look like me. And he's playing with my daughter who rules. Um, <laughs> this is great. And then the so wait, but does that number one dad? It seems like that little kid thought <laughs> that that's drinking out of a world's best dad mug. <laughs> it seemed like she thought that that was her dad, though. Yes, that seems yeah, to be the case. That's correct. So yeah. he just completely swapped uh, out. Hey, Araki yes. just found another way to be a bad dad. <laughs> yeah, Araki is just like inventing. He is a top innovator. I'm I'm bad. He is fatherhood disrupting yeah. the bad dad industry. <laughs> Oh man, millennials are killing good parenting. Yeah, good fathers. I, no, I grudge just, ghosts are killing. Well, it's true. Well, millennials are grudge ghosts. Didn't you know? See, in my head, he's like in a bunker and just like getting it on with a rock and twink, and like that was his best day ever, and just happened to line up. I mean, sure. That I'm just be. like I don't because I don't feel actually. Like- that's a really good point. Like he may have just said that <laughs> because you're right. There's no way that like his morals would be like so wholesome. Like I think he was I on mean, a yacht somewhere. Not that fucking a, a twink isn't wholesome, but I mean, it's you one know, of the most wholesome things you can do. Like, conventionally, something uh, you might a, say to a priest. Fucking a twink while having paid your servant to pretend to be a dad to your child. Highly unwholesome. That's, that's pretty unwholesome. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But you... It, just for the just for the, the, yeah. the, the child part. But not the fucking the, the twink is really a red herring in the yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, I don't think he was involved at all and probably didn't know until the headless grudge corpse of his servant showed up crawling along on the floor with the, the original grudge corpse in tow. It was like, oh, that didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, and I then, think he probably told him what happened he probably yeah. gave him like a recap yeah and then the 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 so the story ends there rohan's like yeah i don't know what happened to that guy well anyway. next <laughs> and then he left Bye. the church yeah <laughs> and i met a hot priest you know so like, yeah. so the then the, the next few uh issues are the, the ones OBA that are in the issues. oba so we'll talk about those next week and then <laughs> and then and then we get the best shit ever so so first of all we need to like position this in the yeah. canon yeah which is so generally like because it, it, at one point well, they're looking at maps and it's like oh well this is like private property that's owned by the Higashikata family which is Josuke's family and Josuke's family are not wealthy landowners who well, own a beach but in in part eight which is which as is you a probably know an AU of, of, of part, part four. four the the Higashikata family would for reasons own a lot of land yeah. in Morio. So, so we're assuming this kind of takes place in that. So Rohan might just be a timeline jumper or something. Yeah. Which, which definitely is. You yeah. know, if you've read ahead in JoJo's, you might actually have character. already come to that conclusion that he's a timeline jumper. But yeah, this is this is what we're going off of. We're not suddenly being like, oh, 
Josuke and his mom have private beachfront property. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, no, I don't think so. It makes more sense for Rohan to literally jump between timelines than that Josuke might own some land. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they did, they did win the lottery. Yeah, I don't, so. I don't think, I don't think no. so. The family, though. So, in this, we have, <laughs> we're now at Tonio's. Yeah, can right. we just, can we just like, like, like the premise of this is Tonio Trusardi and Rohan Kishibe go abalone poaching. Yes. Yes, that's the high, that's the, the elevator pitch. Yes, and um, that's why this got greenlit by a, a investment <laughs> firm. <laughs> and they were like, yes. Do it. So yeah, so Rohan's like, and he's, he's doing the classic. Like I knew immediately, I was like, oh, he's at Tonio's because his eyeball started melting after yeah, he, he's eating, eating something. That's how you know. He's eating some ridiculous sounding winter melon and uh, uh, and. I don't and even remember. Oh, see, it was risotto. like, yeah. It was like have a, you ever had winter melon? I no. have. The market down the street from you guys' house has winter melon tea. Ooh. You should have some. It's so bizarre. It tastes like um, like Biscoff cookies, but cold and yeah. wet. It's not good. You're selling me on it's this. It's not good. Try it. I, it don't, I like, don't like it, you but think you might like it. It's like you don't think it's necessarily... It's not about if it's good or bad. It's just too weird. It's like if you're if you were drinking like a, a cold drink, but it tasted like I don't even know, like something that's just not supposed to be cold. For for <laughs> listeners, any decent bubble tea place will offer a winter melon flavor. So really, can, yeah, yeah. Like I mean, if it's like a real bubble tea, yes, yeah, so say yet another in like reason a, in like an Asian neighborhood. Yeah, I was like, the re- this is yet another reason why I don't like the the Townsends. Yeah, yeah, that's tea. not real. They don't. All their flavors are bullshit white people flavors. But yeah, it's um, it's just too weird. Yeah. But Any, yeah. Anyway, so so he's eating some food. He gets his he's his he's eyeballs, no longer tired. His eyeballs melt and suddenly they're not tired anymore. Yeah, so. Rocky like ran out of ideas for Tonio's food, I guess, and just reused that one. And then Tonio's like, "Hey, come poaching with me!" Like it just like it's just out of nowhere. He's like, he's like, "I have a favor to ask of you as a friend, not a customer." And it's like, I just, I really, I need a, a buddy to hold the flashlight so, while I go steal, steal abalone. forbidden abalone. So, <laughs> uh, um, I do like the little monologue where Rohan is like, "Look, I always thought you were like a coward for not starting a restaurant in Italy in your home country, <laughs> but now I see." The that things that uh, Rohan is always judging you Compliments from, yeah. from Rohan. Yeah. <laughs> but now I respect I your like art. I like that Tonio like keeps kind of like trying to explain why he needs Rohan to do this. And like it just keeps getting dumber and dumber. And Rohan is just like, so that's what you're going with, huh? All right, let's yeah. do it. Yeah, he's, like, yep. he's like, he's uh, like, uh, uh, there's this really great two panel where Tonio's like, and it's illegal. And Rohan's like, that's why I like it. <laughs> like, yeah, he's um, like, he's like, um, let's be gay and do crimes. But the, so but Tonio has like a, a girl, like an ex-girlfriend. Who has a brain tumor, right? Yeah, and he said that the reason he moved to Morio in the first place was because he knew, he suspected that if he made a dish with this magic abalone that only it lives in Morio, that he would be able to cure the brain tumor or at least help her a little bit. Yeah, I think he was saying he just hoped it would help her a little. Yeah. He's not aiming too high. So they go. Yeah, so they go. They go, and Tonio has a, a poaching outfit that he puts on. But he, he still has, has the own, hat. Yeah, he's wearing his regular old <laughs> well, you white need to chef's know hat. That it's him. Yeah. yeah, but but he's got like a it's like a burglary outfit. He it's like a it's like a black wetsuit. Rohan is wearing normal clothes with his midriff showing and his pants just open to the world, and his underwear says Rohan on the band. Just yeah. great. But not like written in Sharpie like a child. Like it's like somehow no. a Rohan brand underwear. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like how how 
AU Josuke says Jojo on it. Yeah. Yeah, Araki at some point really gets into putting everyone's names on things. and I'm Which fine is great. With it. At some point, yeah. a.k.a. the moment he was born. <laughs> but Rohan changes into something, though, with a zipper, right? I don't think he changes. I, he just takes everything off. But like, but there's like an unzip and peel off. I think his shirt had a zipper. I'm going to look at this. This is Rohan we're talking about. Everything he yeah. has a zipper on it. Because you get that. So yeah, so they go and then the abalone are all... They're supposed to be docile like a winter catfish. (laughs) (laughs) But they... uh, (laughs) Well, no, because what it is, it's like this is like this one time of year where the tides and bullshit and the moon mean that the abalone get really confused. And so instead of being stuck to rocks, they're like swimming. And so they end up... When they stick to rocks, they're so sticky that you cannot get them off, even if you like run them over with a car. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to wait for them to be confused. And so that's how they're going to get these. And so they start to do it. So they're swimming in a giant sea of heavy vaginas. Yeah, they're just like these evil vaginas attacking Rohan. Yeah, so they start sticking to... like they stick. So they stick to Tonio and they drag him under. And he drowns. And I just need to point out that... A drowning person. So the the rest of this manga takes place in two minutes because you have two minutes from when someone drowns before they start to get permanent. Yeah, permanent brain damage. So like Rohan doesn't have a lot of time. Rohan does almost kiss him though. Yes, it's important. He leans down. Yeah, uh, and then he's like, "Shit, I have to get us out of here." But the abalone, I mean, the the huge vaginas are so heavy. So yeah, so he's got this like shirt with a giant pen nib zipper. Which is convenient because then at one point a bunch of abalone attached to Rohan as well while he's trying to rescue Tonio. And oh no, oh no, it's so heavy. It's so bad. Oh, what if I take my clothes off? (laughs) So Rohan strips and gets almost totally naked except he's still wearing underwear because you need to keep something hidden to to titillate the audience. Also, why would you take off underwear that says Rohan on it? Right. I wouldn't. Uh, um, and so then but like he still needs help but then Rohan realizes oh right I have heaven's door which can do anything <laughs> let me write into an, an octopus. octopus that it's going to fight the abalones so because the does. octopus is the natural uh, enemy of abalone right. right and so then so he he recruits an octopus and so then we get mostly naked Rohan Tentacle covered, porn. covered yeah. in abalone vaginas, in vaginas and, tentacles. and tentacles. So Rohan's like, "Help, help! These these fucking clams! Oh, thank God, the tentacles have arrived to yeah. save me." Yeah. Okay, uh, it's subtle. It's called Re- subtlety. Remember how Poochie's allergic to shellfish? Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> the reason why <laughs> Rohan even knows that octopi are very intelligent apparently is because of Okiyasu, the fact hat. Yeah. Okiyasu has so, been studying hard yeah. since high school. So yeah, so it's like a flashback again to like Okiyasu and and it's like that one scene, that one scene that like oh, that's not keep... a that's not a flashback, that's a flash forward. Oh, because because she's oh, cured. you're right, you're right. Yeah, so then we flash forward to Okiyasu talking no, he, about he how... knows he knows about the the octopus because um because he read about it in before coming to <laughs> yeah, poaching, right? Yeah, yeah. He they were they were talking about it earlier. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, so. So he gets sa- he saves Tonio and he saves thank God for tentacle dicks yeah. and then at the end they're at the restaurant and so it's it's the usual double date of Koichi Rohan Josuke Nokiasu and Okiasu's talking about octopi and how smart they are and Rohan's like oh hey Tonio do you have anything with the abalone for us and he looks over and Tonio's like standing there talking to his apparently cured ex-girlfriend you can tell she's cured because she's not in a wheelchair anymore. right that's Usual. how it works um and <laughs> and so rohan looks real sad because tonio has now been 
is paying attention to a woman. Instead yeah, of it's like, ah, oh, girls. Like just This is just like that time in the water with the, the abalone. <laughs> with the vaginas. Damn. And that's the end. Literally, it just it ends yeah. with yeah. this very sad... I, I do want to point out that the the composition of the of them sitting around on their double date is identical to that of when they're in Rohan at the Louvre. Yes. And all you can see is the back of Josuke's yeah. head and Josuke doesn't say anything. Yeah. I assume because that's how Rohan remembers it. Josuke's haunted now. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I assume. His tongue has a face on it. Probably. probably. No. Um so next up. Yeah. <laughs> It Gucci. does not stop. Gucci, Gucci, Gucci. Yeah. Gucci. Um, this one's fun. And also, it, this is this one's from very 2011, short. which is when, is that when Jojolian uh, started? Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Araki is talking about equivalent exchange. Yes. He has. Yes, which he, is a big theme in Jojolian. Yep. He's excited about it. Yeah. This is about Rohan's grandmother's haunted Gucci bag. Presumably the same grandmother from the Louvre story. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. So, in she addition. She's cool. Yeah. In addition to running. The Spinster ex- Inn. Yeah, a really cool, like, neat housing facility, uh, N-E-E-T. I, I guess she also was into at least one high-end handbag. So, yeah. go for the her. The most high-end handbag. It was one of three made by Gucci, right? And well, because no. you can't just put a stand in anything. Yeah. And we get some uh, some Gucci history. This is obviously <laughs> commissioned by Gucci. Yeah, yes. yeah. this um. is, this is <laughs> the only advertisement that I will accept. Yeah. Like it worked though. I'm like, I want to buy something Gucci now. Well, because it's that thing where you're just like, okay, Araki bases so many of his poses on fashion photography. What if Araki did fashion drawings? Yeah. It's like, oh, it's as good as you would expect. Yeah. yeah. Also, the cover for it in the scan that we read is the cover of the magazine, the Japanese women's fashion magazine that it was published in. Right. And so he did he did the cover for that, and it's just it's a fashion drawing. It's great. God, so many fa- like all of Rohan's poses are incredible. And the woman who he's uh, his translator too. She's uh, yeah the the usual Jolene slash every woman. But we also learn in the course of all these Rohan stories, or I didn't know this before, that Rohan can write stuff into his own book. Yeah. So yeah. why the fuck does he ever need a translator? Come on. Oh, that's true. Well, maybe and he I, doesn't want to let on. I mean, or maybe he enjoys the experience of learning. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. He enjoys experiences. Um, I really like the art in this. In this, in the Gucci story, yeah, um, yeah it's good. It's, it's like, on par with the yeah. Rohan at the yep. Louvre. It's like sketchy half the time, and half the time it's like fully formed. Um, but it works really well. I really want, like, at one point, Iraqi draws like a very realistic, lifelike headshot of the then director yeah, of Gucci, it's so and cool. I want him to do that for me. Iraqi, take our commissions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're not busy, right? <laughs> um, so it turns out that this is a very like little steel ball runish arc too. Um, yeah. It reminds me of. Uh, uh, sugar mountain but like yeah. way less angsty uh, like way less angsty but yeah it, it ends with basil rohan like gets uh he loses 50 euro or 60 euro and then because the bag eats it um and then he ends up like stranded and he just really needs like 60 euro and it like just comes up out of nowhere guess what someone's gonna buy this umbrella that you just found for 60 euro so that you can stay yeah. in this inn um, so it's just this cute little like, oh, the bag helps you. But yeah, we learned that Gucci can repair stands out of bags. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, apparently. I wonder I, what happened to that stand. Maybe all stands are made by Gucci. <laughs> I love like random detail. I love that the this like blacksmith apron that the Gucci employee is wearing that is like clearly made out of like Gucci handbag leather and has the Gucci like green and red striped pattern on the 
uh, strings of the apron. Yep. Like it's just very, I, I, again, I'm like, maybe that's real. Like maybe that's yeah. what they actually Well, I mean, wear. the problem with all Iraqi stuff is that like my thought in like pretty much everything is like, Maybe that's real. Like, like the <laughs> I was of the so Louvre. close to looking up to see if there were like black bugs that like were maybe <laughs> aliens and like made like the darkest pigment on earth. And I didn't look them up because I was trying to have some self-respect, but like now right. I'm tempted again. But, yeah. but like, but like those fucking rods in part six, yeah, right? Those are which are a real thing. They're, which well, are a real phenomenon. They're a real they thing. That, they're like, a real fake thing. Yeah. yeah. Fox Mulder believes they're real. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're definitely a real thing that was just the static on the VHS tape. Yep. But yeah, yeah, like like the Gucci story is like a really cute little one off where it's like there's not very high stakes yeah. and it's mostly just look at Iraqi draw these things. And Rohan being cute and accidentally repairing a really useful bag. Yeah. Yeah. Oops. And they're like, do you really want us? He's like, just do it. Also Rohan already has a stand. He's surrounded by stand users. What's he need another yeah. stand for? And so yeah, then it's the next one is the Mochizuki family's moon viewing, which I really like. I like it too. I think it's cute. The, it's a cool idea. The 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 fan translation that we read <laughs> is like it's bad, but the guy at the beginning is like, if you want quality, just wait for another translation. Yeah. So, um, I really like. It's, it's like it like made me like want to try and translate it, but but also like I don't want to get eviscerated by people on the internet who like literally send like mobs after. That's what anonymous translation stuff. is for. Yeah. Um, true. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, so this family where like, you, you know, they can't die except on this one day of the year. And it's that day of the year. I, the various ways that people almost die, like the grandmother, the grandma's so funny, fucking hilarious. She like swallows a goldfish and then she gets like Heimlicked by like a drone plane by a drone. <laughs> and what, what's funny. And like, no one notices. I'm like, you right, would think they the would background. all be on high alert no, for each other. They don't right care now. about no, her. No. Um, grandma. all right. We, so we mostly talked about this already, but I do want to. We didn't really mention the moon rabbit. So, so first of all, just for you know, non-Japanese listeners, the the Japanese when they look at the moon, you know how we see a man in the moon. In Japan, they see a rabbit on the moon. A rabbit pounding mochi. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, hence the mo- the mochizuki family. And that's why like usagi from Sailor Moon is usagi tsukino, and in Japanese that would be tsukino usagi, which means moon rabbit. This is a really interesting story because also I really like the twist, which is very also very Japanese because it's like specifically about like family registries. Right. And basically like this one. So again, like these other things we've been talking about, the idea is that people get killed when they're really happy. Yeah. So like this really good thing that was going to happen to somebody um, was that the daughter was going to get engaged to her boyfriend. And so, like the the creepy like uh, let's fetish talk about the rabbit. Yeah. So the the ghost that is causing this curse on the just family. Looks like the thing from Donnie Darko. Honestly. Yeah, it looks like the thing from Donnie Darko. It's just this dude in a bad rabbit fur suit. Yeah. Like with that's the like, thing. It's like weirdly buck teeth and like yeah. But it, it's like something out of like Five Nights at Freddy's or something. It's just a very. Uh, it's just a. It's just a guy in a dirty costume. Yeah. It's yeah. Gross. <laughs> it's so gross. Like. It's, Weird and who gross. lives in the moon? Yeah, it sucks. Uh, but actually, like, seems to live in their mailbox. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, it was only one day a year. Most of the time, he's in the moon. <laughs> um, but he, so he has like marked the daughter for to be well, the one she who leaves dies. the house. Yeah, yeah. And because 
something good is going to happen to her. Right. And she's like sneaking out to but, meet her boyfriend. And then yeah. the, the big twist is like, oh, wait, but if she's already given her heart to this other man. Well, she said not, yes. Right? Yeah. He, he proposed yeah, and that's she right. said yes. So she said yes. And he's like, oh, well, I guess she's technically not part right. of the family anymore. In so her I soul, can't kill she's her. part of this other family. Yeah. Which is, again, more of that like once your soul yep. believes something is true, then it's true. Yeah. And so then he's like, but I love that he's like, well, I got to do something with these killer bees. Yeah. Guess I'll kill some rando and then a random person dies. Happy ending. Yay. It's <laughs> just, you know, just completely like chaotic murder for no yeah. reason. A lot of motorcycle crashes in Iraqi's world. I mean, and in real life. I guess yeah. that's true. Too. <laughs> the most realistic thing about JoJo's <laughs> yeah. Speaking of rolling the dice with life, this whole family gets to survive another moon viewing day. Yay. Yeah. So that means they're all immortal for the next year. Yep. Like just... I still think that's a great deal and I would yeah. take it. Um, 364 days of the year, you can't die. Yeah. And then the one day that you can, you just don't have to leave the house. Yeah. Just sleep. Which is, you know, like, you know, your that ideal day. Like I know. Anyway, yeah. right? Play so. video games. Just yeah. do nothing. That sounds amazing. Just people yeah. stop making plans and shit. Yeah. But these kids, these kids don't understand. Plans. Children. But yeah, and I think that one is one of the ones that's framed where it's like you're having dinner with Rohan and he's telling you this story. Yeah. And it's like, like yeah, yeah. best date cool. ever. I enjoy this Rohan slash reader. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what's what's the next one? Uh, it is nothing. It's the Monday Sun Shower one. Okay, it okay, is but, something. It but begins, we do learn some important yes. lore. It begins with Rohan <laughs> looking. Okay, it's, it's very strange. I hate Rohan, it. All right. It's Rohan's like, hey, like, here's a chicken leg. Yeah, okay. So first of all, hi, I'm Rohan. Here's a chicken leg on a plate. <laughs> I'm going to use Heaven's Door on the chicken leg to find out exactly how many days it has until it expires. It's got 17 minutes. It also tells him the ingredients. It's honestly the best food tracking app that I've ever seen. Which So I guess Heaven's Door can be used on intelligent beings and, and chicken, chicken legs. legs. <laughs> a cooked chicken leg. It's not even yeah. like, you know, because it has like, it's it's battered. Yeah. Intelligent uh, beings and chicken legs is a pretty good and then he's And then title. he's like, Oh, by the way, this chicken leg was an illusion. Right. Well, no, no. No, he's like, he, he, he smushes it. Yes, he, he smushes, smushes it, it into it, his iPhone yes. and then is like, picture of a chicken leg on my iPhone. And then he's like, just kidding. That was a magic trick. But the chicken, no, the chicken leg was there. real, but it was, but he does like an optical illusion magic trick for you. It's where like a chicken, chicken leg, leg on a stick or something. Well, no, it, no, no, no. It, it was a real one, but he takes his phone yeah. and he pushes it into the chicken leg. Yeah. Which makes it go behind. And then he's like, look, the chicken leg was just on my phone the whole time, but it wasn't. It's on a little stick. So it's, it's just fucking yeah. weird. It's just a Rocky learned some magic trick and was yeah. like, I'm going to have Rohan do that in my. It, it kind of reminds me of like Gyro's jokes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sure. Seven, where it's like, okay. Yeah. It's Thank just, you. it doesn't work. Moving on. Or, the, or the chicken song in part eight. But I love that. Like it. So it opens with him doing that weird thing. And then he's also like, I'm going to talk about climate change. <laughs> But he d- and proceeds to not talk not about at all, change. not at all about climate change. Um, that's fine because the story is about nothing. It's like so transparently, Iraqi was on a deadline. Yeah, and he was just like, oh, I watched the first episode of Black Mirror. I guess like, what if phones put too much? Yeah, like literally, it's phones just, are bad. Yeah, yeah. So and but so I mostly want to skip this story except also to the- talk about the 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 twist at the end, which is like. There's a kind of insect that evolved to live in electrons, yeah. and uh, and it is eating our brains. Yeah. It's living off of our energy. It's like a Fair prequel enough. to the Matrix. Seems true. I mean, it, you know, if it were, we wouldn't stop doing what we're doing. Yeah, and there's also the translation. Like, who the fuck was translating this? It says like "top keck" in it. I was just like, yeah, oh, really? I yeah. Have to like go take a shower. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's bad. again, I, I was like, someone non shitty needs to retranslate these. But yeah, the next two are 
good. They're really good. They're weird and great. Yeah. The next one is is called DNA, and it's about not doing uh, plastic surgery to your child. I don't know. Or I, it's about like not con- not doing conversion therapy. Yeah. Yeah, um, or accepting accepting disability as yeah. on its own terms. Yeah, you know, it could be really any number of things. Just like basically not trying to alter the non normative aspect of people. Yeah, I do like how it's framed, which is actually it. It doesn't it cold open on a with ca- the car with, on a car accident, yeah. but you don't know it's yeah. a car accident until like a couple of pages in, and it's just, it was it was very arresting. I was I felt yeah. like I was watching a, a really good movie. Yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like that framing. And then that turns out to be the car accident that the mother of this little girl survived like 15 years right, ago. Right, but her fiancé did not. Right. Dun, dun, dun. Or she, kind of. Right. Well, it turns out thought, he yeah. did. So it's I like. Mean, but yes, yeah, she's, yeah. she's like, I survived. And right. I'm like, you know, I've never fell in love again since. Yeah. The since other that. really great, not necessarily directly related to the plot thing is that Yukako's in this. And Rohan consistently either pretends or genuinely doesn't remember Yukako's name. He's like, who are you again? It's in character. But so Yukako looks great. She actually has a non-Jolene face. Yeah. Does she have bangs in this? She does. Yeah. She looks good. So this woman who survived this car crash and never fell in love was like, well, I want a kid though. So I'm going to go to a sperm bank. And then they explain sperm banks to us for a second. Rohan's like, ah, I see. So a generous man gave you a sperm. It's like, okay. An anonymous, an anonymous, generous man. Yeah. Yes, it was very difficult for him, I'm sure. So she has this baby, but the problem is that the child has all these like weird quirks. Like um, she only speaks backwards. So I assume that in Japanese, that means she's putting the syllables in the backwards yeah. position. In English, it's like a little bit weird, but it, it works. Yeah. Also, everywhere she walks is wet yeah she squelches like her feet yeah and her her eyelashes are under her only on the bottom only on the bottom of her eyes and she has a tail and if you touch the tail she she's camouflages into her surroundings yeah she's basically she's she's invisible baby yeah so that's basically what her deal is seems normal yeah so uh, araki was into like little like freak babies which (laughs) is fine but the point is that Yukako was like, oh, so I'm friends with this lady or she's like the, you know, she's my like a friend, friend of my mom, yeah. right? And she told me about this and I was like, oh, I I know this guy, Rohan, who has powers to fix things. Which is not So Rohan really looks at the book of the kid to see if like, oh, it's some curse or something. And he's like, uh, it's not a curse. This is just how she is. It's like the embodiment of how she is, it's like maybe some kind of like physical stand manifestation, but I'm not going to fix her. It's like, I can't cure the truth. Yeah. It wouldn't be fixing her. There's nothing to fix. Yeah. It's really sweet. It is. Yeah. And he's like, he it keeps is. being like, I'm just going to go. I'm, I'm going to go. Please let me go yeah. watch sports or whatever it is. He's yeah. He's yeah. going to go watch some baseball, which is one of the gayer sports. Yeah. So but yeah. What, but the stuff that he says is like, yeah. I think it's really sweet. I find it, found it very striking. Yeah. yeah. Especially like, I don't know, politically things are pretty shitty right now. And it, it was just very like, yeah, Iraqi, of course he would be like, there's no normal way to be. Right. So yeah. and he's like, she's not, it's not causing trouble yeah. for anybody. It's not hurting her or anybody else. The other kids are playing with her. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Which is true. <laughs> like you're just trying to make her fit into like what, you think is normal. He even yeah. says like, "What's I don't understand." Yeah, what what's normal? normal is. What even is? Which it? of course, like Rohan, right? Definitely <laughs> yeah. not normal. But it it works really well, I think. Um, and it turns out that he says, but incidentally, I did find some information about her biological father because apparently, your book is linked to like 
genetics. Right. Yeah, somehow. yeah. So, so yeah. that's even more heaven's door shenanigans. So yeah, so Yukako like sneaks a peek at that and tells the mom. She's like, so apparently the sperm donor was oh, this right. age in this city and blah, blah. And so she goes off and it turns out that it's the guy that she was engaged to and it, he didn't really die, but they don't really realize that. But yeah. they do end up married. Right. Um, and also like there's a part where the daughter like like camouflages herself as the other kid and then so he'll pick he her, thinks yeah, it's that like a whole being kidnapped. Anyway, the guy seems really chill. He see, he has the same issues that the daughter does. Right. He I also forgot squelches. Also, and he's got the they both have the sideburns that go all the way down right, their face. Right. I was like, I can't believe Araki like gave an explanation for his weird sideburn obsession. Yeah. Yeah. And at the end, Yukako was like, Hey Rohan, remember that girl you wouldn't fix? Her mom got married to the sperm donor. And Rohan was like, What the hell? I really did not see that coming. <laughs> and then the end. <laughs> Which is hilarious. It's like Rohan after all of his like research. I love the idea that like he can still be surprised by, you know, marriage. Yeah. Uh, but it also makes sense that this story involves Yukako because it's the only like romance yeah. of yes, the bunch. Yeah, that's true. So, and Unless you and count Yukako, the next one. Right, the next but, one's very romantic. Well, yeah. But yeah, Yukako is, Yukako's certainly our hetero romance Representative, avatar, yeah. So. I like how Araki's like, I'm going to like come up with all these weird physical things where it's like no upper eyelashes and like really out of control body hair and wet feet. And the guy <laughs> is so hot. Like the dad guy is yeah, he's like, like, he's like, I can't resist. He's just, just, yeah, exactly. Iraqi's like, I can do one thing well and I'm not going <laughs> to hold back. But yeah, so it's just like, it's a cute little. Yeah. It's a cute little born this way narrative. I mean, not that, you know, I have issues with born this yeah. way as a political concept, but the way that, uh, that Rohan uh, it, talks about. Accept it, people as yeah, they are exactly. born. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. The way that Rohan yeah, uh, talks about it. Is it's really cute good. and it's not turfy. And so I'll take it, yep. you know, <laughs> the next one is the run and it has my favorite cover of I don't know, anything ever. It's just like Rohan with a bunch of paint smeared all over his face. <laughs> I'm into it. Uh, uh, and just to remind people, the run is almost certainly we have decided the source of Rohan's broken fingers yes. in the first non-chronological but first published right. story about the confessional. Well, in the, in the confessional, he just says he like he had to take some time off. And this opens with his fingers being broken. So we don't right. know if that was the injury. But we assume. But we're assuming. Because that is definitely an injury that would affect him. As his a, ability yeah. to, to draw. And he's yeah. like, all right, so I got my hand broken and it's all my fault. And he's like, I'm going to tell you about he's this like, guy. I'm lucky I didn't fucking die. Yeah. Which is true. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so then it's like, we switch gears to this, this, this high. model. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Male model. Uh, whose whose agent says like the most Iraqi thing, which is uh, beautiful poses matter more than talent, which is like that's JoJo's in a nutshell. Yeah, it's it also is, right? he also says like your veins and your shoulder that are bulging so beautifully. Yeah, God, <laughs> it's just yeah. like the gay shit. I my first note for this one is just like Iraqi is so goddamn gay. Like yeah, oh man, Iraqi. Like, like he sometimes he tries to hide it, but most yeah. of Damn, this Iraqi. most of this story takes place in a gym. Uh, <laughs> that's not necessarily true. I think a lot of it takes place in a mirror. Right. Yes, I was going to say that too. Like, there's a full two pages of just this guy checking out his various body parts in the mirror and like posing at himself, thinking about how hot he is. Yes. Um, he like goes on the paleo diet and like his girlfriend starts hating him because he's like obsessed with the paleo diet. Also, okay. he has like my sleep routine, which is like in bed by seven and up at four. That is only an hour off. It actually like 
I cracked up when he was on the climbing wall and then yes. it zoomed out and the climbing wall was in his he living room. Turned, he turned his living room into <laughs> And a then she's like, this is a rental. <laughs> and then he like climbs out of the building because he's like made the climbing wall stuff all outside. Anyway, this guy is clearly like going nuts about fitness. Like there is definitely very clearly just in the real world a line and like if you talk to men who work out a lot, they will talk about it where it's like you stop being attractive to women and start being attractive to men where it's like yes. women stop commenting positively on your body and men start where it's like a certain amount of muscle mass is like basically just a flag for, for us homos. <laughs> <laughs> so that's true. And this, <laughs> and this guy crosses that line um, and is noticed by Rohan. Of course. So yeah, all this guy's outfits, all his gym wear is extremely horny. Like short shorts and like the a, a hoodie with the sleeves cut off that just says fit in really big yep. letters across it. I'm like, ah, oh, it's so good. Uh so Rohan has apparently like once already picked a fight with him about like who can so once we like rev up the treadmills to their highest gear, so which is twenty five kilometers per hour who can like grab so there's only one remote that turns that's like with the emergency stop button because this is a very safe deeply gym. unsafe yeah uh so who can grab it first uh and apparently rohan won last time but the guy the the muscle dude thinks that he, rohan cheated somehow uh so he's like well we need a rematch and like rohan like cites like Usain Bolt's time at some point, yeah. which like makes sense. Facts. Like Rocky would, sure. Rocky would be reading about facts, and yeah. So okay. Also, there's, when, this, there's like a panel that is like a very large panel, and it is entirely this dude's torso naked, and Rohan in the background staring at it, going, "Whoa!" I literally was just gonna talk about that. It's like it's so fucking funny. So apparently, Rohan had been like had already done his one like race with this guy like before he cross the gay muscle yeah. line um and uh this time he's like holy shit how'd you get so fucking big damn yeah and he's like whoa muscles. yeah no there's like it's like the this is very much like the best example i've seen of the male gaze being directed like they're inward or just at another man and let's saying something for jojo's <laughs> yeah your body did it always look like that right <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah. Oh, Rohan. So yeah. yeah. So this is basically like a treadmill version of like two dudes jerking off next to each other, yeah. at, like a race, Playing, well, like jerking <laughs> off chicken. You yeah. were saying you were saying earlier. I mean, it, this is basically just one of those, um, you know, stories where it's like cruising. Don't do it. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. No. I mean, like, there's a movie called Cruising. Um. But yeah, it's all that like weird '70s '80s like camp stuff about how it's like the dangers of public homosexuality so, it's like yeah you try to pick up a guy in a gym and he might turn out to be a serial killer so rohan like opens up his book and finds that he is in fact a serial killer yeah, he killed his, he killed his girlfriend he killed a few other people who were annoying him too yeah everyone who annoys him at all because it turns out this guy so he doesn't have a stand he is this is a totally new thing he is an avatar for one of the greek gods and the specific god is hermes which as you all probably know is the god of muscles. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but the Rocky guys, fucking invented. The guy's okay, but, wait, body is like up? turning into... Is Hermes actually a god of muscles? Hermes is the I mean, I know that he's the messenger god, but is oh, he also... He is. he is considered the like male counterpart to Aphrodite. 
So male beauty. So like made male beauty, yeah. I wonder what the Japanese was for that, but I assume it's just muscles because <laughs> that <laughs> seems like a rocky wood. But yeah, so yeah, he's a muscle twink. And uh, he was possessed by the god of muscle twinks. Yeah. And so, yeah, he just he murdered anyone who got in the way of his fitness. <laughs> Hermes is the god of trade, thieves, <laughs> travelers, Not sports, that. athletes, border crossings, heraldry. Lots of other things. Oh, yeah, but not muscles. But I mean, I guess like I guess sports or whatever, fine. But uh, but yeah, not that kind of trade. Oh, I guess Apollo so was male beauty. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. So mm. now Iraqi just made some shit up for the story, which is fine. Of course, what he made up was there's a god of muscles, <laughs> other than cars. Um, and yeah, and so the guy ends up flying out the window, and and Rohan refuses to look at his body. And he's assuming to himself that the guy's maybe still alive. Yeah, because obviously this guy can't die. And if he looks at his body, then the guy will kill him. Right. Yep. I mean, I think Rohan's just being superstitious, but I also think like, yeah, don't take any chances. We also yeah. we also find out that this gym is on the eighth floor of the Grand Morio Hotel, which right. which means which gives Glenn's credence to the idea that this is taking place in the part eight Morio right. and not the part four Morio. Because we know that the part four Morio Grand Hotel is like two stories tall. One of the really cool things I think about all of these pieces, besides the fact that they're just really good and they're fun and you should read them, um, and they should get published in English, please, is that at the end of a bunch of them, Rohan is like, and then I got an idea for my manga, which implies <laughs> to me that all of these things have happened to Iraqi in real life. Yeah. Yep. And that's where he got his ideas. Yeah. So now we know. But yeah, it's I really like the this book because she be Rohan's like it went really fast. Like I've read them all in one yeah, sitting. Same. And I think the last one came out in twenty eighteen, which means we're due for another. <gasps> yeah. Maybe it'll hey. just be more about that muscle twink. Probably not. <laughs> the sequel. The sequel. Return of the muscle twink. Yeah, I like that was one of those ones where I just I was like, it just kept happening. Like we just <laughs> kept turning the pages and it was all still. That was there. how I felt about the abalone one. <laughs> I was just like, now it's fucking tentacle porn. Gotcha. This is right this there. Is, I, that was one of those ones where like once that happened, I was like, right, somewhere in the back of my head I knew that this was the only place that this could go. <laughs> and here we are. Yep. JoJo's Bizarre Explainer is recorded in Portland, Ora Ora, Oregon. You can follow us on Twitter at ExplainJoJo or find us on the web at ExplainJoJo.com. We love to hear from our listeners, so please go to Apple Podcasts and leave us the kind of review that Rohan would leave for muscles.